What's good? Good day and greetings, friends. Welcome to the fourth episode of The Perfect Play, the podcast that teaches you how to make your next move your best move. I'm your host, AJ. I'm throwing plays and I came to slay. I'm accompanied by my co-host, Baja. What's goody? And my marketing rep, Renee. Hello. All right, y'all, we got a great episode for you today. Today, we'll have a few guests with us. We have our coaches appear for it, of course. We got the great Mike. What's up, family? And we, of course, have, you know, the one, the only, Tim Spicer. Spice, come say something to the people. Checking in. What's up, listeners? Hey, and you know... A podcast is not complete with a couple of special guests. So later on, we'll have some guests for you from our workshop leadership. You know them, you love them, and you'll meet them later on. All right, you know, we love to check in. So let's start with our check-in. We check in at every training, every meeting, every huddle. So it's only right that we check in for every episode. Listeners, today's check-in is up close and personal. We're getting all up in that quarantine space. All right, so our check-in for today is a would you rather. And co-hosts and coaches, I want to know, would you rather see the future or redo the past and why? Well, I'll go first, AJ. This is Baja. If I could choose, I would like to redo the past because honestly, I would have gone to the store a little bit sooner, got some more materials. I would have got N95 masks so I could be out in these streets. But you know... You can't go back. You can only look forward. Yeah, most, I gotta let it go. most definitely. Uh, Qantas, how about you? What would you do? Rather see the future or redo the past? I would definitely see the future simply because all of this started on my birthday and I would have just celebrated like two, three weeks before. <laughs> yeah, I feel that definitely. My birthday plans just got canceled because Maryland is in D.C. are closed till the 15th now. You're going to do a Zoom party. You know, virtual party it up. I'm going to be there. We'll still, you know, pop the virtual bottles, all of that. <laughs> Let's hear something from you, Cornelius. What up, IMC Will? Hey, what's up, y'all out there, man? So I would go back to the past, man. Definitely would sell all of my stocks and rebuy them at lower prices and uh, make a financial gain during these times. So if I could ever go back in the past, uh, that would definitely be what I would do. Money on my mind. Cornelius, always the businessman, thinking 10 steps ahead. I definitely see you. I agree. You know, getting a little extra chump change in the background is always a good thing. I got some heat for you. I probably definitely see the future, but a part of me doesn't want to see it until I get there. So I'm torn between the two. If I redid the past, maybe I might have different outcomes, but seeing the future, I'm scared of seeing the future, but I'd, uh, can you do both? Nah, so would you rather you got pick one? See the future. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, I would I would definitely see the future. I just want to make sure my family's good. If they're good, I'm good. So I'll definitely look forward to that. Absolutely. No, I 100% agree. Let's look towards the future. All right, y'all. So I'm going to actually talk about today's episode. Now that we checked in, we're feeling all warm and good. We know that we're looking towards the future, but you know, there's a couple of things we would have changed about the past. Uh, We're going to move on to what's going to go on in this episode. So we're going to learn a few tips and hints about distant learning. As you know, everyone in the country has shifted to mostly online learning and teleworking over the past month. And so definitely I know that I've hit some road bumps. And so I know that our coaches have some tips and hints on how to get us through what it's like to totally switch up and have to adapt to something 
entirely new for most of us. And so our coaches and special guests will share a few items that will not only help you succeed, but also challenges that have impeded their success sometimes too. Working professionals as well as students and educators are and more are experiencing a heap of online learning. Although our schedules may look different in every way, we each have 24 hours to accomplish personal and professional goals. So how will you capitalize with 24? All right, I'm gonna throw it to my co-host Baja, who's gonna answer the question, listeners, what should you expect from today's conversation? Thanks, AJ. So first we'll hear from a coach or two about how they're maximizing their time from home. Learning about their strategies or approaches to teleworking may resonate with many working professionals listening today. We then will take to the experts. Tamika and Qantas have years of experience in supporting students excel in their true self and in all of their endeavors. Being able to just be successful in your home, just as you were in school, is equally important. Let's first get a quick pulse check. What are some skills that you've gained, Qantas and Tamika, from home? Well, I can definitely say I've um, tapped into more of like finding hobbies because a lot of people, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people don't realize how important it is to have some type of outlet, not just something that you can do outside, but something that you can do at home, whether it is you're watching TV or you're listening to music, something that you can do that's not doing work. So whether you're... um I don't know, something like you do painting or drawing, writing. I like to write. Um, I write a lot. I like to write stories and I like to listen to um, stories and read stories and get ideas. So just kind of having a creative outlet um, to have something else to tap into and not just all about work all the time. Awesome. And what about you, Cornelius, or any of our other coaches? Are there some skills that you learned or you were able to tap into with this time at home? Uh, yeah, man, Cornelius here. So most definitely some skills, uh, definitely self-awareness, um, being able to uh, reflect on some of the things that I've done in the past and uh, have time to reflect on how I can change those and be more socially and self-aware uh, in the future. So a lot of reflection. Um, also been watching a lot of HGTV. So, yeah, I'm going to be a handyman when I come about this quarantine. <laughs> For me, I would definitely say uh, just like finding the rhythm. I think uh, creating some normalcy in the on the perilous time is, is pretty important. So just tri- trying to figure out how I want to start my day, how I end my day when I walk away from my computer when I start work is uh, pretty key and pretty important. Awesome. I think all of those are amazing ways to, you know, just grow as an individual with all this extra free time that we have um, and making the most of your time. Yeah, definitely. So I have a question, y'all. So all of us have graduated from various institutions, whether it was high school, college, whatever, whatever. Since the class of 2020 is facing something unprecedented, we want to know, how would you feel if you were a graduating senior now? How would you feel having to uh, switch everything from in-class to virtual learning? Is that something that you think you would prefer, knowing that you're used to it now? Or... Would you prefer learning in school? Despite, I mean, I would, I would feel a little uh, heartbroken, but I'd be relieved in the same sense. You know, I'm not in school. Um, I don't have to be somewhere every day. But the other things like prom, graduation, hanging out with your friends, the last time you walking in the hallway might really impact my thoughts or perspective about it. But the good part about it is that I know I pass all my classes without a doubt. Hey, this is Mama T. I would definitely agree with Tim. While I may be heartbroken, 
I know that on the other side of this storm that there is a rainbow. Yeah, so just looking toward the future, just, you know, I thought about the question that was posed earlier about would I rather see the past or the future? And I think for me, it'll have to be the future as a graduating senior. I would want to see what it looks like on the outside of this storm. We've been faced with so many obstacles, but think about what comes on the outside of that. What's on, you know, what's different? What'll be great about it? Absolutely. What about you, Cornelius? How would you feel? I know you loved being a bull when you were in Miami Northwestern. So how would you feel taking your time outside of school? Oh, man. So I would be heartbroken right now um, if I was a high school senior. But I think looking into uh, the pluses and everything of it, um, being able to spend time with family and kind of work out and do things of that nature. But yeah, man, it'll be a real tough, uh, tough cookie for me to swallow. But knowing that my Bull family down in Miami, how they treat us, man, uh, I think we'll find ways to engage and uh, be able to uh, come back stronger than we left. So, yeah, but I know it'll be a challenge for me. So, Absolutely. You know what they say, Bulls always come back better. So could you tell us more about y'all's experience working from home remotely? Has there been anything that you have accomplished with your schoolwork or your just regular work? in your classes or otherwise, what have you accomplished with this time? I'll chime in. Um, This is Qantas. I can definitely say that I have maximized my um, my time at school. I picked up two extra courses. I mean, I was trying to do that before with my academic advisor, but being as though we don't offer online courses and then boom, we have to do virtual um, learning now. So it's like, okay, it kind of don't have no choice but to give me um give me two extra but yeah I kind of just advocated for that and um got that so bumping out some extra credits while I'm at home why not and yeah making sure that a lot of people emphasize mental health but we don't take enough time given the the busy schedules so being able to, to tap into my mental health a little bit more and meditate I have time to meditate and do yoga um Those are things that I just feel really grateful to do um, from working from home. And that's so important, the fact that you're focusing not only on what you can achieve academically, but what you're achieving personally by moving your body and being mindful um, in your own space. What about you, Mike? Have you found anything new, new, any new projects? Um, New projects? No, but I've had time to work on uh, projects that I wanted to start since uh, last year, actually. So the free time has given me ability to kind of think about what does like the salting look like. Um, I even thought about how I may want to get back into DJing. Uh, I was talking to a student from All Hollows and you know, they were just expressing like they, although they hate not being in school, they have had the ability to just enjoy being with their family a little more. And I think similarly, um, I find myself talking to my mother, my grandmother, my sister more now because I'm not on the road and I have a little more time on my hands. So just similar to what Cornelius mentioned, finding moments to share and embrace family has been rejuvenating. Yes. And let's leave on the note of rejuvenation because that's so important. Even though you might be at home and you might be experiencing something totally new, you can totally make yourself a new person and rejuvenate your mind, rejuvenate your goals and see what you can get done in these times where you have more time at home and more time to yourself. So, as you know, we have a lot of people on this call, but one of the wisest of them all is our queen of programs, Miss Renee Tribbett, and she's here as our marketing rep today to give you some hints and tips 
that you can take with you as you're uh, studying from home. Like Pontus was saying, we need to find some more time for yoga and meditation because why? It de-stresses you. So I'm going to bring on Renee to talk about stress and how you can manage yours. Thanks for the intro, AJ. I feel special. Well, as everyone knows, or you may not know, April is Stress Awareness Month. Stress is with us every day, but we are feeling it more during this pandemic. But just as we have a stress response, we also have a relaxation response. And prior podcasts, and you've heard our panelists talk about it, they noticed some techniques you could use to de-stress and relax, such as exercising, meditation, breathing techniques, trying new things. I'm going to give you three more that you can add to your toolkit. One, put your feelings on paper. Getting your thoughts out of your head and on paper will signal to your brain that the thought is safe and you no longer have to hold on to it. Two, visualization, which I love to do. There's power in guided imagery as it elicits the relaxation response in the body. Make yourself comfortable. Turn off your phone. It needs a break just like you do. Try to picture a peaceful scene like a future vacation or where you see yourself in the future reaching all of your goals. Three, and finally, smile. It might seem like you don't have much to smile for, but think about what you do have to smile for. Think about the things, the joys in your life, watch a funny movie or a funny video. Research tells us that smiling releases endorphins, natural painkillers, and serotonin. Together, these natural chemicals make us feel good from head to toe. Not only do they elevate mood, they also relax your body and reduce physical pain. Let's take this time, you all, to enjoy the space we're in. Let's take this time to be positive about our futures and just get in the spirit that we will see the rainbow after this storm. It is there and we might find a pot of gold. So stay blessed. And until next time, everyone, be well. Renee, dropping heat and giving us the real on what it's like to de-stress. That was so excellent. And thank you for that. Absolutely. Relaxing with Renee. That's what we should call this segment. Everybody say relaxing with Renee. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you for those nuggets, Renee. So now we're going to have our amazing guests come and introduce themselves formally. They already were a part of the conversation, but we want to get a formal introduction and pose that check-in question to them. So first we have Mama T. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Tanika Gordon, but you may know me as Mama T. I am an alum of the program. I did my workshop in 2002 at Trinity College in Washington, D.C. I've had many roles with Peer Forward, starting as an alumni leader and working my way as now a certified rap director or coach. But now my new role is as a trainer. So I am now training the coaches in training of Peer Forward. My coach, that's my coach. Hey guys, my name is Quanis Freeman. You may know me as Q. Um, I did my workshop back in 2016 at UMBC, the University of Baltimore College. Um, I recently interned last summer of 2019 at all three colleges, Washington, Nova, and Damon. And now I currently serve as communications assistant. 
that she does she on my team that's my teammate y'all all right y'all thank you so much for introducing yourself and you know because you're our special guest we have some special questions just for you um we know that you both have been impacted by virtual learning um so can you tell us how you've been impacted what you do normally and how your life has shifted since we shifted to virtual learning okay i'll tap in it's Qantas. um basically I've focused more on not only time management, as we all talk about, but change management. Um, A lot of us don't really tap into how time management has a lot to do with change management. And so that's one of the things that I've been focusing on, how to manage change. Um, And just thinking about what opportunities does change bring and not only focusing on um, the things that we've lost. So with given that, um, just tapped into my creative sense as I was speaking about earlier and tying in a couple business ideas and business plans. So um, that's that's some of the things that I've been doing with this this new opportunity. I think for me, it's been really hard not being able to see my students. As an educator, I am a person that is filled with love and hugs. So it's been hard not being able to get those hugs. So right before the pandemic hit, I was out on medical leave. And then I came back February 24th. And... I'm back out again. So I only got to see my babies for two weeks before the world shut down. So I think for me, it's probably adjusting to not seeing my little people, not being able to be, not being able to be a solid force of consistency in their life. They are, those are my, you know, those are my go-to when I'm feeling down. Even when I was out on medical leave, I would FaceTime at least twice a week just to see Number one, how are they functioning without me? Number two, are they still getting the knowledge that they need to continue their educational growth? And then just making sure that they're in good spirits because our babies, you know, they're the foundation of what's coming up next. So just learning how to, although I can't physically hug hug them and love them, I'm still giving them all the love and support that they need while social distancing. And so y'all talked about like what you normally experience while you're um, in school or what life was like before the shutdown happened. But could you tell us what what are some norms that you took with you from that time that might help everyone or has helped you be successful from home? So what are some norms that you had before the shutdown that you kept that helps you be successful from home? Um, I'll tap in. I can definitely say some norms that I've brought from the normal life. I would say just um, reflection, daily reflection. Um, We debrief in Peer Forward. We do check-ins. I um, do check-ins with myself, the daily reflection, just um, making sure that I'm good, have a pulse check. I'm sane. Um, Yes, I'm getting my work done, but how am I feeling? Making sure that I'm eating, making sure I'm drinking water. Um, It's not, you know, in the beginning, it was hard to, oh, okay, I do still have to drink water. I do still have to eat three meals a day and not just snacks all day. So making sure that I'm keeping in mind um, health. Health is very important. One of the norms that I brought in was making sure that I'm consistent. So um, with us transitioning to online to online learning, excuse me, I have made sure that I, I continue with the program. So when I'm online with my students, we still do our check-in. We still do our good morning song. We're making sure that we are still following the same routine. They understand that we're physically not there, but the routine does not stop. It does not change. The program must keep going. 
So, yes, we are consistent in what the message is. We're consistent with our time. We're consistent with how we're going to learn, although it's looking a lot different than what they're used to. So consistency is my thing that I've taken with me. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure it's it's really good for the kids to have some type of structure or a consistency throughout all of this. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, my question for you guys is, do you have any positive or negative online learning experiences? And if so, could you share some of those with us? Um, one, one positive, I'll start with the positive. I'll give you one pro and one con. One positive I can definitely say is that I can be more flexible with my working time. Um, I can like, I can take authority over, um, how much I can get done, um, opposed to um, the norm, whereas, okay, I have to go to school. I have to go to work. I only have two hours of lunch break, so I have to do my work while I eat. So whereas now there's a little bit more flexibility with that. And then on the um, con side, I can definitely say when, you know, looking out for my family, I got to make sure that my family is okay. Sometimes I take care of my nephew um, while his parents are working. And some of that can get a little, it can be a little challenging um, and making sure grandparents are straight and um, making sure that I'm, you know, following the quarantine protocol, like every, everyone's washing their hands and still trying to struggle that taking care of um, family as well as making sure that my responsibilities, my schoolwork, my um, work gets done. So that's that's what I can, um, that's my input. <laughs> I'll start with my Delta. Um, things that I would want to see change would definitely be, I wish that there was more of a buy-in. While I understand that it is hard to manage what we're going through, some of our babies don't have technology. Some of our babies don't have the, you know, the, the Wi-Fi, the computers, or just active supervision. So it's been, that is probably the hardest thing that I've seen happen since our transition to online learning. So yeah, it, it's, been, it's just been really hard. But the, the positive side is that I'm able to touch more families. I'm able to, while I may not can't see them, I can still hear, I can still hear mom in the background. I can still talk to mom and say, hey mom, you know, such and such is missing this assignment. Let's figure out how, how we can support them. So I'm able, while I, you know, because there's so many working parents that aren't able to be in the building physically, they're also able to now be, more, you know, more relaxed and say, hey, I have some time on my hand because I have to stay in the house anyway. How can I support my student? So while they may not have the computers and the Wi-Fi, I can now call them and say, hey, what do you need from me? How can I help you? So yes, my positive would definitely be I can touch more families vocally. And then the negative is it's hard because we don't have the technology or the Wi-Fi capacity for every family in this area. Mm, that's so real. But you know, what I will say is positive is it definitely sounds positive to have a teacher call your house and not to be in trouble. Because <laughs> that's all I got calls for. So, you know, it's nice that we could switch that up. We could change that expectation. Positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. Absolutely. So for our next question, and this will probably be our last question. So I want to hear from both of you. When it comes to our peer leaders, how should they adjust or take advantage of online learning in this space? 
I'll tap in as an alumni, um, along with Mama T, I can definitely say that keeping in mind, um, yes, um, it is still about you and you do have to um, make sure you are handling your responsibilities, but it's important to be reminded of what peer-to-peer influence is call your friends, check in on your classmates, check in on that person who helped you in math class every day because you don't really know what someone is going through at home. Just like Mama T said, once you transfer everything to home, it's it can be hard to combine everything in one setting. So just just checking in, having this um connecting what you learn at your peer forward workshop, checking in with your classmates and your peers, making sure that everyone is doing okay mentally. If you can help with um, homework, if your friend needs help with homework or anything, just lending out a hand and helping. Absolutely. And you know that's why we check in is to build connections. So thank you for that cue. That's so important. I definitely agree. What about you, Mama T? One thing peer leaders could do would definitely be to just be proactive instead of being reactive. While I know this looks really different right now, just know that there is something good that's going to come out of it. While you can't see your friends, guess what? You can still talk to them. That's something that you guys like to do in class anyway. So you can now do it freely online. You know, just making sure that you're being proactive and staying on top of your work, staying in your books and just being, just making sure that you're taking advantage because many times you guys always say, the day is so long, and I'm going to speak about workshop. The day is so long. Why we got to go to this session? Why we can't do this? But guess what? Now you get to, you get to do it virtually. So there's no time limit. There's no, there's no restraint as to what you can and cannot do. Don't hold yourself back. Just continue to just keep thinking outside that box. We talk about what it looks like on the other side of the storm. Just be proactive, guys. Don't give up. It looks different. It sounds weird, but don't fear the change that can possibly happen. Just know that while we're in this moment, you're not alone. That's an amazing way to end. Thank you guys so much for all of your input and your nuggets of knowledge. Um, one of the things that one of, an, one of our other commentators left in the comments, if you change the way you see things, the way you see things will change. And I think Mama T wrapped it up really nicely. And, you know, as, as far as saying... When you just change your perspective, the outlook looks a lot better. So I want us to close in with that in mind and all of us share one word to motivate us going into next week. So I'll start. And my word is start. Um, I have a hard time sometimes just initiating projects or tasks. So just starting anything that I have my mind on will be a good way to start. Anyone else want to share a word for next week? I'll go. Um, I'll say in the words of, uh, I think it's Young Thugger. Heat. Or is that Chris Brown? I don't know. Either way, heat is the word. <laughs> definitely saw some heat today. Definitely, definitely saw some heat today. Uh, my word would be invaluable. I think this is the first time we really had a lot of different perspectives and a lot of uh, voices you can't really put a voice on. So, so, so invaluable today. My word is grit. Grit. That's my word. My word is faith. No matter what it looks like right now, as long as we have a little bit of faith, it will get better. So faith is my word. And I'll jump in here. My word is definitely patience. 
thought I had it before, but I'm really learning that I need to learn and grow in that space and have a little bit more patience. All right. Thank y'all for joining us today. We have one more bit from our marketing representative. So Renee, what's the last thing you want to say? And what's your word for the week? Uh, My word for the week is perseverance. Let's just keep it pushing you all. We're going to make it through this. This is but one bump in the road for us to kick over, wipe clean, and just keep pressing forward. Peer leaders, we want to hear from you how you're moving forward. Our Moving Forward campaign celebrates you taking the time and work to make a final decision in your post-secondary plan. Choosing the right path for yourself, whether that's college, the military, or trade school, is a huge milestone. We want to hear how the class of 2020 is using each day to build a better future, in your own words. Want to get involved and be featured on Peer Forward's page? Contact your coach today. And finally, if you enjoyed today's conversation, feel free to share with more of your friends and family. And of course, feel free to send us questions or topics you would like to hear about on The Perfect Play. Be sure to follow, tag, and repost at Peer Forward on IG and Twitter. Take care, everyone. All right, y'all. Take care and be well. And thank you for listening today. Like Renee said, please share this episode with your peers, your parents, and other listeners because knowledge is what? Power. On our next episode, we want to tap back into our peer leaders and hear from you all. Tune into the next episode. And in the meantime, in between time, let us know what you think. I'm AJ, and this was a perfect play.